Get the pre-show stretch in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, there we go. <clears throat> <clears throat> I think I'm ready. All right. Legend tales of a place where the booze flows freely and the stories are always entertaining. If you were bold enough to seek out such a place, head 13 miles down the Tuscan Highway to a tiny blues joint known as the Townsmith Tavern. Once there, <laughs> enjoy the ride. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and Bowl. Excuse me, excuse me, you can't say that. You're going to lose your family-friendly rating. You're going to corrupt the kids. B.S. A podcast that invites you to grab a cold beverage, pull up a seat, and enjoy time with friends. And here are your hosts, Howard Blues and the Mark Kidder. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Beer, Blues, and BS, the podcast that... Oh, what's this? Oh, apparently Howard Blues has been drafted to Scotch, Ska, and Scuttlebutt. Hmm. All right. Well, on with the show, as it were. So... Killer Killer Show, rolling forward. Had no idea that was going to happen, so there's that. I'm the man, the myth, the legend, the Mark Kidder, and uh, welcome to Beer Blues and BS. No drafting here because I'm the number one free agent. That's where uh, it means I can go when and wherever I want, so that's that. So, tonight, another jam-packed episode, whether Howard decides to come back, they kick him out of whatever show that drafted him, or it's just you and me. So, grab a cold one, have a seat, let's have some fun. All right, big show lined up for you tonight, as always. We say that every week. Okay, I say that every week, and I have to, because, you know, I'm the only one on the show. So, I guess I am just the best since day one, as you can see. I guess we'll keep rolling. Um, We got all kinds of stuff to talk about tonight. We got some wrestling. We got some hockey. So, those are two things that we're going to talk about. We were supposed to talk about some stuff with Howard, but he got drafted. I didn't know the draft was really a thing. So, uh, there's that. I'm going to have to... Talk to some people, maybe draft them back to the show for a lesser paycheck. You know, you get that good GM, real undercutting going on and, and, and get them back on the show. We're going to have to have to try and make that happen. So uh, what else are we going to talk about? What, what else am I going to talk about? I mean, that's really a, a whole lot. I'd say breaking news, but Howard the Ref wouldn't like it. Although I don't know if he's going to see it at this point, because I don't know if Howard's ever coming back. Uh, but I'll save that toward the end 
of the show. So let's get to it on Beer, Blues, and BS, the, the podcast where it's kind of like, whose line is it anyway? The points are made up and nothing really matters. So thanks for joining us. That's a little Metallica reference there. Yeah, 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 Metallica. All right, let's talk AEW. Man, they've been on a roll lately. It's just been it's been a good time at AEW. They had some great episodes, some great drama. It's on TNT, and they say TNT is drama, whatever that is. Top of that, AEW coming to Minneapolis. Tickets went on sale October 1st. So by the time you're watching this, if uh, you want to check out AEWTIX.com, you might be able to snag some of the remaining tickets at Target Center. So that's one breaking news. Yes, I am uh, going to the show. The big show, in fact, two nights, two, two, two big nights. It is, uh, and I got to look this up because it's not Grand Slam. That was the last one. I think it's AEW Full full Gear, but I want to make sure that it's correct. AEW Rampage and then just AEW Full Gear. So, not Metal Gear Solid, not Last Gear, not First Gear, it's Full Gear, whatever that means. So, going to be a couple nights of awesome wrestling. CM Punk's going to be there, Brian Danielson, Darby Allin, Sting. It's going to be a couple couple great nights of uh, some wrestling action coming up in the MSP. That is on uh, November 10th and 11th. It's a Friday night and a Saturday night. So, or wait, is that correct? I don't think so. You know, it would help if I had a co-host or if I wrote these things down. 12th and 13th. It's Friday and Saturday. Friday the 12th. And Saturday the 13th. So, a couple good nights, hopefully. Some wrestling. Pick up uh, maybe some CM Punk gear or something like that. Straight from the source. Because, you know, got this classic one from WrestleMania 30. Which is right after CM Punk left WWE, technically. So, there's that. Other big things happening. Crown Jewel coming up. Howard and I discussed that uh, on the last episode of, you know, that, that they're going back to Saudi Arabia for some of the oil money. Um, aside from that, well, one thing of note, the WWE draft starting this evening. So, you know, this is airing a couple weeks later. So you already know the results, but we'll, or I will. I don't know if Howard's ever coming back. We'll just have to see. So I'll talk about them. Uh, a piece of note, a few rules for the draft that's uh, starting tonight. It'll conclude on uh, this upcoming Monday Night's Raw. The draft officially goes into effect on October 22nd. That's the night after WWE Crown Jewel. So... There could be some shenanigans between now and then. And by the time this comes out, it will almost be then. So we'll get to see the shenanigans together. Yeah, it's good times. <sighs> All right, 
on the the old trades tonight because I know Howard had a beef with this man. I wish Howard were here because he really has a beef with the draft because it's like, and I get it. Why is it just random? It's kind of expected. You know, the night that WWE is shaken up, sort of, not really. It's not really random. I mean, it, it just kind of is what it is. It's a joke. So our idea for your draft would be everybody, top to bottom on the roster, if you are a WWE employee, you are on the draft. And it's not this hanky-panky, back room sort of, uh, yeah, we're going to take so-and-so. And, and uh, that's just because of the storyline. No. Everybody is random. It's a random pick. And, uh, frankly, I don't care if it's like a, a lottery machine with, uh, you know, like Powerball with the numbers. You got a, Every wrestler has a number on it. And then it goes, okay, Raw, it's your turn. And then pops out a number, and it's number 23. All right, well, Jeff Hardy, you get to go to Raw. You know, something completely random. That would be very interesting. How about bringing back the general managers? How about that? There's at least a little bit more, shall we say, ambiguity, maybe, the potential for some excitement because then it's, oh, it's it's SmackDown GM versus the Raw GM and maybe even the NXT GM. And then they're all in there and they're trying to make deals on television and then none of this trade crap two days after the draft. Now, if you want to trade, just institute that whatever stupid rule that they had before where's like the Freebird rule, but then one person from the show could show up on the other show, but then it was five people, and then it was two people, and then nobody knows what's actually happening, and then it's just back and forth and on and on and on. So that's our shtick. Uh, we talked about it more in the last episode. Tonight, the picks are in for Raw and for SmackDown, and I can tell that you're waiting with bated breath to see and or hear these results. So without further ado, your wrestling update for WWE. On the SmackDown side, starting with the final picks. Roman Reigns, the WWE Universal Champion. Then, a surprising move. WWE Raw Women's Champion Charlotte Flair moves to SmackDown. Naomi stays on SmackDown. Jeff Hardy stays on SmackDown. Happy Corbin moves to SmackDown. Mad Cap Moss, or Riddick Moss. Uh, he's paired up with Corbin now and goes to SmackDown. Hit Row. Uh, they're on SmackDown. The Scottish psychopath, or whatever they're calling him now, Drew McIntyre, goes to SmackDown. The New Day moved to SmackDown, which also opens up not quite a question, but it is a question. The New Day 
Are they all three members, Big E, Xavier Woods, and Kofi Kingston, or does WWE do the douche thing and separate them once again? That answer is coming up shortly. Henry O. Godwin. Oh, God. I think somebody still has access to the list because that sounds like a fake wrestler name or some kind of crap. I mean, it has to be. I'm guessing now Howard is trying to submarine this show because he's not here anymore and he's working at the competition. That's, Henry O. Godwin that's, that's, was a real wrestler. He wrestled in the what? 90s. You're back! What yeah. happened? Did, the, did, did they hate your shenanigans so much they kicked you off the show already? No, they, they uh, um, you know, they, they unfortunately had hit their 11th episode and quit. So, uh, <laughs> oh, all right. Well, that's good news. Uh, it's kind of surprising. I mean, because it was like five minutes. <laughs> Man, I they kinda, suck. I was, I was kind of curious, you know, like how long you were going to continue the show without me. So, uh, well, you know, the show must go on and, I knew that at some point you would come to your senses, find some kind of legal loophole, and get the hell out of there to come back to your home here on the Triple B. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, and I just typed in Henry O'Godwin to see if you would say it. Um, he hasn't wrestled for years. <laughs> I, I, I figured that you were messing with the thing, and I thought I would say it anyway. But... Good. Since you're back, before we continue over to the Raw side, how about we drink to you returning to the Triple B? I'm good with that. What do you got on tap there, okay. Kidder? You know, uh, I, I have not made it to any of the liquor stores, and so I am still rolling through my collection of Bud, uh, Budweiser Selects. And I only brought one down tonight, and so I'm either going to drink it and then be sad for like two hours, or I will have to savor this flavor and celebrate your return as if you, or if I were you. Mm. So I, I'd say I would drink this for the next two hours. I don't know if it's going to happen. So cheers to you, Howie Blues. Welcome back after that. Last minute, 11th hour trade decision. Yeah. Who knew we were eligible for uh, for a draft? Uh. I sure as hell didn't. I should have looked at that contract a little closer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Kidder, I have here a um, distill brewery. Uh, blonde ale with pineapple, coconut, mango, peach, and guava. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm saving the name because you'll get a kick out of the name of this. This is a product of Illinois. It comes with tasty notes such as fruity, juicy, tropical. Uh, 6.4% alcohol by volume. It's 12 fluid ounces. <clears throat> it has on here uh, support flavor, boycott bland. And then unlike some of the beers we've had, a nice long text here. Our fruity and juicy blonde ale will quickly transport your palate with a taste of paradise. 
Tropical flavors of pineapple, coconut, mango, peach, and guava are balanced by smooth maltiness. One sip, and you'll be singing the song of the islands. Aloha. Kidder, I, I, I mostly picked this up uh, just, just for you uh, because the, the name just is a me. pun. Yep, the name is a pun that I think you'll appreciate. It is Hawaii Five Ale. I like it. So, book them, Howie. You enjoy that beverage. <laughs> we'll see. That's a lot of fruit in this beer. Doesn't smell fruity, though. That's a good sign. Hmm. Initial taste, not that fruity. However, it does have a very strong kind of like aftertaste of coconut. Gross. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, maybe I should go back to Scotch Ska and Scuttlebutt. I don't know about that. <laughs> Just sounds like a bad pirate ship. Mm. Like they don't have enough money to patch up the holes in the in the hull. So like well, it'll be fine. We can make it out of the bay. Oh, that's gonna take me a while to drink that. Oh. Um, I'm not even gonna recommend or rate this. I'm just not even gonna recommend this. Pass. Hard okay. pass. You see this there in the store? Pass. Cool. Well, there's that. <laughs> Glad we got that answer. Mm. Mm -hmm. okay. Well, thanks for checking out the Hawaii Five Ale. Very disappointing yeah. that it's not, you know, good. You know, compared to, like, the other, like, fruity beers I've had. I mean, like those, they like hit you with the fruit. And while that can sometimes be a bad thing, um, with as much fruit as they are like touting on this, you would have, you would have thought you would have been getting more. Mm. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Just the look on your face. <laughs> you know, Kidder, before we uh, dive into the raw portion of the draft, um, mm -hmm. I, short, quick little story. Um, as you know, we've talked about on the podcast, I've been without uh, glasses for a while. And people who have watched on the YouTube have seen me without glasses, uh, which I mostly wear when I'm on the computer to prevent headaches. Uh, so, my wife, knowing that I've been having a lot of headaches because I haven't that, has actually ordered me uh, some new glasses. And of course, as soon as I got these lovely glasses, uh, immediately found my old ones. So oh, they called yeah. out the other pair. Exactly. So, but I am back to uh, wearing glasses again on the show. Well, there you go. Yeah. That's Are nice they the blue light glasses as well so then uh 
help mm-hmm. you out. Yeah. Yep. Wonderful. Yeah. So I hear there's a bunch of companies out there with different blue light glasses. So I mean, I'm I could be uh, twisted into sponsoring, uh, being sponsored by doing testimonials for some blue light glasses. You could just you know visit beerbluesbs.com and contact us. Just throw it out there as you take a drink of your Hawaii Five Ale. Oh, <laughs> oh man! I'm just glad that uh, it's not an IPA. Yeah, you know, it, you know it's not as bad as a Natty Light, but or the Natty Light seltzers, I should say that. Yeah, but uh, I'm having a real tough time with their support flavor boycott bland. Should boycott this beer. See, if the flavor is crap, there's no amount of crap flavor that you would want. I mean, I would take a bland beer that's enjoyable over full of flavors and tastes like garbage. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, I wonder if it's not like the uh, the Skittles effect. You know, like if you eat just a single individual Skittle, you get the exact, you know, like fruity taste of it. But if you take like a whole handful and shove them in, there's just so much that good luck. Like it's just a muddled mess. I kind of wonder if that's not what's happening with this beer. I'd go too with that. Much, yeah. Too much stuff. It's muddling. Ah, except for the coconut. That's where they get you. Nasty coconut. Disgusting. You know, I don't mind coconut, but uh, coconut and beer. Uh, you know, I I, I learned uh, recently that Germany actually has strict uh, beer laws. And if there is fruit in a beer, it is technically in Germany not classified as an actual beer. So... Hmm. Yeah, if you put fruit in it, it's no longer, in Germany, a beer. So you're saying we need to institute those rules in this country? Uh, you know, good luck getting that passed. I'd say it's worth trying <laughs> at this point. But, yeah. Uh, interesting side note on our long side note here, but a couple of years ago in Las Vegas, down there for the con, and uh, happened to be at the Stratosphere. Uh, they have some shops um, up upper middle of the tower, so you can go up there and check out all the shops and whatnot. And of course, it's a big ring essentially and uh coco vinny was making a delivery to the chicago hot dog place that we were eating at now coco vinny is somewhat uh famous for his coconuts and method of sharing the coconut milk and and whatnot uh he was on shark tank which is how we knew about him before we happened to see him. 
So he comes in and uh, drops off a couple crates of uh, the coconuts, uh, which they're the coconuts themselves, obviously. And then they have this uh, one-time use plastic apparatus stuck into the coconut. So then it's, you know, safe and shows you that it hasn't been opened or used. So then you can basically crack it open like you'd crack open a pop bottle and just drink your coconut milk out of the coconut. So very natural, very good. Aside from that, uh, he stopped and uh, said hello and talked to him for a couple minutes. And he's like, hey, you all want to try try coconut? Have you had one? Like no, haven't haven't tried it. Haven't had one. So he's like, here, here you go. Well, thanks. Like six bucks a piece. So you know, it's very very nice of him to share the uh, samples with us. So we checked it out. Um, I didn't mind it. Straight coconut milk. Not terrible. Probably would have been better if it was cold, but. Just drank it warm, room temperature. And uh, I think I actually finished mine. I tried it, enjoyed it for the one time that I tried it. I don't think I would get another one just because I don't like coconut flavor. But the standard coconut flavor or dried coconut is not how the coconut water coconut milk tastes so slightly different it's just kind of weird to to describe like this so if you happen to see one of the coconuts in the store from coco vinny give it a shot see what you think if you have tried one share your thoughts in the comments we'd love to hear from you so uh kidder after you enjoyed your 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 coconuts, yeah, were you then walking around the stratosphere, banging them together, doing the whole? Unfortunately, I only had one coconut, so mm. I, I did not have a lovely bunch of coconuts. They were not standing in a row. I did not have the two coconuts, so then I could gallop. So unfortunately, I had to walk. Ah, yeah. that's sad. You might have been able to catch a ride with a swallow. Now, was it an African swallow, do you think? Or well, what sort of swallows would be roaming the Nevada, you know, Arizona, California sort of region? What, what sort of swallows might be down there? I'm, I'm, I'm not a, uh, a biologist or... I forget the exact term of the people who study birds. So I couldn't tell you there, Kidder. Mm. I just... Dang it. Well, if you know, you can drop that note in the comments below as well, if you would. I don't think it's an African swallow. And now for something completely different, we should get back to the uh, the draft. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That, might, that was actually interesting. Um, <laughs> so drafts? to Monday Night Raw. Starting up the list. Oh, wait. Here is the other half of the news. Yes, the New Day are not actually the New Day. Big E, the WWE Champion, is now on Monday Night Raw. 
or still on Monday Night Raw. Still I on guess. Raw. Yes. Uh, now moved to Monday Night Raw, Bianca Belair. And then uh, for tag team matchups, Ray and Dominic Mysterio moved over to the red brand. Austin Theory gets called up from NXT 2.0. Rhea Ripley and Nikki A.S.H., Nikki Cross, the women's tag team champions, officially stuck on Raw, even though they can go to both brands, unless that has changed for the 30th time. Keith Lee is back and has been drafted over to the Raw brand. I think he was on Raw before, but it's been a while, and he's kind of been buried for a bit. And now he has the nickname moniker Bearcat. And he's a heel. Yeah. Oh wait, still... can't can't say that. Yeah, that's that's banned. Good job. You're gonna get us blacklisted. I, you know, we're gonna just have to come up with different names. Maybe we'll call like, him. I don't know. I. I'm big meanie head. I. You know, I all I could come up with was was um. Boo, buddy, but that just doesn't sound as bad. <laughs> a boo, buddy? Man, that sounds like some kind of rejected kid's toy. I know. And that's all I... I blame the Hawaii Five Ale, but that was like the only thing that was coming to my head was... Oh. Maybe that's a good idea. We should, we should put up some merchandise. A boo, buddy. Come up with some kind of design because I bet we could sell that. Market it to the kids. Get the get the parents into beer, blues, and BS through the kids because the kids are going to love the boo buddies so much. When they're feeling all booed up, all bad, sad, mad, yeah, grab your boo buddy and it makes those boos go away. We're going to work on the marketing slogan a little bit. We have time. Yeah. The, the way that... Uh, the latest design, you know, went in uh, trying to create the lineup of uh, clothing, merch, you know. I'm sure we're safe for the marketing by the time I'm able to actually create it, put it on the store. <laughs> Damn thing. Yeah. All right. Um, oh, that's where we were. Uh, next, RK Bro remain on raw and as far as i know they are still the raw tag team champions a bit of a surprise edge moves over to the red brand uh, i will say that uh, one of the things i think of with smackdown somewhat synonymous of course you have the rock and mankind to some degree back in the day triple h as they moved back and forth, but mainly The Rock. And then moving forward, Kurt Angle, John Cena, and Edge. Very synonymous to me with SmackDown. So Edge moving over to Raw. We'll see what ends up happening there. And apparently Brock Lesnar was uh, on SmackDown, beat some people up and said that he's a free agent and he doesn't give a crap about what anybody says. So, we'll see with night two of the 
Double Double E 2021 draft. Yeah. So far with all of this, meh. Meh. Do you think it's going to be even dumber like it used to be where they have some of the draft on TV and then they have like the after hours draft thing and they post them on the website? Do you think there's going to be something like that? Oh, yeah, because they have all of the people chasing the 24-7 titles. They got to do something with them. And uh, they're not going to waste TV time there. They're just going to just... That'll be just announced on the website. So, but yeah, needless to say, nothing on here that really surprises me. I mean, really, when you look at the Raw side, it's like a bunch of people who are already on Raw. Hmm. You know, it's, yeah, you got Bianca Belair. Yes, you got Edge. And you're pulling up Austin Theory from NXT, but I'd uh, almost bet money that Becky Lynch will end up going over to Raw, and it'll continue that uh, feud with Bianca. Um, I'm gonna guess not. I I don't think that's gonna happen. You think Charlotte will get traded back or drafted back? I don't think Charlotte's going to get traded back. I think they want Charlotte versus Becky. Hmm. And then uh, two belts again for uh, one champion? Well, they have until October 22nd, so I would almost wouldn't be surprised if we see Charlotte lose the title hmm. either before that or if they're going to go on to – you know, Survivor Series here in November, you know, I could see, because if it's the one night of the year where Raw fights SmackDown, you could see her drop the title there. The one night of the year where WWE goes extreme against each other <laughs> for one match. match. I and it, An entire pay-per-view dedicated to one match. The rest of the matches on the card, standard stipulations. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So, yeah. Nothing, nothing too exciting. That's. Uh, you, in fact, in fact, here, that's enough of us talking about the draft. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. That's that's fine with me. I, I I started staring directly into the light here, and it it felt better than going through the draft. Yeah. Um, coming up, obviously, this episode now uh, available, but uh, at the time you know, we're recording this, it's in the future. You're watching this or listening to it; it's in the past. A new film on Netflix. Escape the Undertaker. The hell is it? I don't really know. There's a trailer available, and the description says, Brand new interactive film in which the New Day 
attempt to merge their power of positivity with the power of the Undertaker's urn. That uh, is available October 5th on Netflix for uh, those in the U.S. and probably international, too. I don't know. You know, Kidder, that sounds about as good as this beer I'm drinking. Probably. I mean, I, I will give them that uh, in the three seconds of the trailer that I watched, The Undertaker was talking about stuff and looked like he was forging some things. So, yeah, I don't know. Will I waste uh, my time watching it? Probably not. Probably. I'm not going to. I got, I got more important things to do. Yeah. Speaking of more important things, sticking with WWE... The King of the Ring tournament begins on October 8th. So, of course, again, as this is released, it is in the past. However, in our present, it is in our future. So there you go, timey-wimey, wibbly-wobbly. This year, WWE also doing Queen of the Ring. So there will be a king and there will be a queen crowned. And I don't know. We'll see what happens there, but uh, that's just going to be fantastic, you know, because then we have another person running around with the king and the crown, and then another person running around with the queen and the crown, and then blah, 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 whatever. Um, the tournament uh, starts, like I said, on October 8th, and that is the big tournament uh, to see who ends up being that. I don't know how long they're going to take. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. I don't know how many weeks it's going to take to get to the finals, and then if they're going to have the actual, like, decision of who is the king of the ring and who's the queen of the ring at, I don't know, Crown Jewel? Maybe. Which I, I, also, I also want to point out that uh, when... We were watching, Sur or uh, almost said Survivor Series. When we were watching Extreme Rules, they had the promo for Crown Jewel and was coming back, which uh, is coming up on uh, no, no wait, uh, October twenty first, which is a Thursday, and it airs again at noon Central Time. Uh, I f uh, forgot, didn't care, whatever the case was. Uh, maybe a Freudian slip, but I started calling it Crown Royal. <laughs> yeah, Crown Royal coming up in, later in November. <laughs> it happens. It'd probably be more interesting. I don't know. I like the graphics for Crown Jewel and the fact that, you know, they get to actually blow off some fireworks and this and that and that uh, when they hold the matches, even though it's an outdoor stadium, that it's dark, so you can see all the LED lighting, the the, the, the um, LED boards and, and whatnot. But uh, either way, <clears throat> it's just a feel-good pay-per-view. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's... Uh... I don't know. I don't have much to say about Ground Jewel. I meh. doesn't interest me. Yeah, maybe we'll 
check it out later and and we'll do one of our little bonus episodes on it or something like that maybe um, possibly we'll we'll see what happens so let's move on to AEW as i mentioned AEW returns to Minneapolis i say returns because i believe they've been there before in the couple of years they've been around and again uh, the dates there are the 12th and 13th if i remember correctly from when i was making everything up as best i could by myself <clears throat> i got tickets mm -hmm. it's gonna be cool i hope i mean first aew event uh big lineup with all those people that uh, excited to see i mean mainly cm punk first time I actually get to see him wrestle in person. So, very excited about that. It should have been WrestleMania 30, damn it. But I know, things happen. It is what it is. So, here we are, 2021. Finally get a chance to uh, go down and see that. Hopefully, he wrestles both nights. Uh, if not, cuts a promo both nights. We'll... Uh, We'll see. He's on the poster for both nights. The The main people are, main attractions are. So there's that. Uh, the tickets I got are in the lower bowl, uh, if I remember the Target Center correctly. Uh, I believe it's the lower bowl, and they were... I got to think now. I think uh, 80 bucks a piece, hmm. somewhere around there without the taxes and fees. So um, not too bad. The closer uh, tickets, so the only premium ones available that I was able to see on the, uh, the, the website were in the, let me see how I can describe this. <clears throat> so where you have the the, the tron if you will the entrance ramp etc uh, entrance ramp coming down the center toward the ring on each side of the ramp they have the rows of people between the stage itself and the ring uh, they're kind of boxed areas and there were a couple seats left in one of those boxes uh, and it was the end Farthest from the ramp, but closest to the ring. So in the overall square, closer to the middle, but farthest to, uh, yeah. If you look at the Target Center uh, description and uh, seating chart, you, you probably figure out where I'm talking about. Those seats were $800 a seat. I did not obviously get uh, those those seats, but you know, not too bad. Might have made it on TV, being in that section. Uh, I did not see how much each of the seats were. You know, closer, uh, like the ringside seats, for instance. But in the slider, for how much you want to pay between ninety dollars, the top end was fourteen hundred dollars. So I'm guessing some of the seats ringside were $1,400. I would guess. 
Um, I'd also, well, actually, I don't know. The, the, the tickets I got, that's for two nights. So it's both Friday and Saturday night for 80 bucks. 40 bucks a night per seat? It's not, not, a, not bad at all. Um, I am not certain, though, on the $1,400 seats, if they are indeed $1,400 for the front row. I don't think those are for both nights. <laughs> I think that might be for, for one night only. Yeah, hard to say, but uh, no, no. Hope you have fun with that. It should be pretty fun. And I'm just going to pull up. Uh, oops. Uh, I, you may know of StubHub, one of the re ticket resellers. So I'm just going to do a quick search here. Well, uh, maybe you fill for a couple seconds and tell us how your time was on the the other podcast that's no longer a podcast. Well, I, I won't talk about that, but uh, I, I, you know, I can talk about something else. I, I, there are other topics. Um, like uh, the update on the wellness challenge I've been participating in at work. So I was able to complete the marathon. So got that in, got that submitted. So I did complete all four of the races, the challenges. And uh, that meant, Kidder, that I was entered into all five drawings. Mm -hmm. and again, not that I care about winning uh, the drawings. I'm not really in it for the prizes. I just wanted to complete the challenge. So um, I'll take that. But I'll put it this way, Kidder. I did not win the drawing for the 5K. No. Nor did I win it for the 10K. You... No. Or the half marathon. No. Or the marathon. No. I did win the Magnificent Mover, which is the one for completing all of them. So There you go. I won something. I The uh, prize was listed as TBA, so to be announced. So Sweet. You got a TBA. <laughs> I got a TBA. Great. So we'll, uh, we'll see what that ends up entailing, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was kind of a neat to see my name in that spot, but uh, I'll take it. I'll take it. Way to go. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks. Thanks. As I said, I just was in it to complete the challenge. So, so. Well, I'm proud of you, and all of us here at the Triple B are proud of you. Yeah, well, thanks. It was, uh, it was fun. I uh, can't wait to do it again next year. So, I happened to find a seating chart. <laughs> now, this is uh, on StubHub. And again, uh, you can see here, it's just Saturday. The, technically, the pay-per-view night for Full Gear. Because Friday night is AEW Full Gear Rampage. Uh, are you able to see this? All right, on your end, I don't know how big or small it is, so I'll try and you know zoom in a little bit. Uh, this is uh, about where I'll be sitting at the show. I clicked on uh, section five here, so this is uh, obviously the ring and the entrance ramp, and that's what uh, these are selected here for the section five. So first row, only one ticket, 
going for $2,100 a ticket right now. And of course, this is on StubHub, so they are resale tickets. They're not uh, specifically, um, I don't want to say validated, like through Ticketmaster, for instance. Uh, this goes through AXW, I think is what the, the ticket uh, company is. I'm sure it's something that the, the Target Center has for their ticketing purchase uh, pro, uh, process. That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, so I'll click off of those. The cheapest right now on here, 59 bucks for the upper deck. Uh, if you've ever been in the Target Center, this is the upper, upper level. Uh, and by the point when you're up here, you are in the rafters of the building because this is a very steep um, grade in the building. Um, this is the zone I was talking about uh, right here. So it would have been seats in this corner that uh, were going for $800. I can't remember which which uh, row that would be, but uh, you know you might be able to get a deal on here considering row 11 or 12 is going for between 245 and 260 a seat. However, you got right here that's <laughs> row 10 for uh, one to six tickets, but they are over 1200 a piece. So actually let, let's go with this there. We add the fees on. So 309 a seat. Let's go back over here. Oh, okay. 2633 with the fees. I forgot that was an option over here. <laughs> How you feeling there, Howie? Yeah, all right. <laughs> I'm just tired of talking about this. <laughs> oh. Um I wonder where the well let's let's uh Let's see here where I'm just going to crank up the the tickets. Okay. So it's just in in this uh, zone for those. That's as high as I can I can put the the price. So about $1000 a ticket and it, it appears that front row camera uh view would be the $2600 uh ticket. So that's just Saturday. And apparently, they don't have uh, any any others available on there. Okay, here here's Rampage. So a little bit less because it's not the pay-per-view. I'll just do this. Okay, so there. Front row tickets just for Rampage, 576 So, what, a third of the price? Less than a third? Quarter of the price? With fees, $700. So, kind of interesting. Over here, between 80 and 165 a ticket. So, there's that. Not too bad. I mean, could always be worse, huh? Yeah. So, we'll, uh, we'll see how it goes. But I'm excited. Really, really excited for it. Um, I just can't contain my excitement. Go I, down, you know see... CM Punk, Brian Danielson, the rest of them. I can, John Moxley. Uh, I could tell, Kidder, the fact that we're talking ticket prices. Yeah, you're excited. Mm -hmm. Well, I will say, because we've never had this opportunity before, 
Now, in the other events that I've gone to, like Royal Rumble back in 2019 and uh, Raw SmackDown with that event, plus WrestleMania 30, it's always interesting to me to see what the actual ticket price is from the venue, if you can secure that ticket, you know, closest to the ring. And then on the resale side, like StubHub and some of the other sites, how much are these tickets actually going for on there? So it's bizarre. Interesting. Because all the bots get those tickets and then they sell them for 50% markup. It's just interesting. I can, I can get it from that point. I mean, I, I know things like that. Well, in fact... <laughs> just over my shoulder is uh, my copy of cursed city. And there were people who were purchasing that just solely to sell it on eBay. So I, I, I get there. I, I see, I see that with uh Kickstarter games all the time too. People will go all in and buy like three copies of it and sell two copies on eBay to basically pay for their copy. Yeah. So I get that. Mm. I can get interest of that, but uh Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It could just be that I'm tired, Kidder. It's been a day. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we uh we had uh I actually had the day off, but um uh, using it to try and get some stuff done around the house and we actually had people uh we we hired some people to come in and paint two rooms of our house. Not because I'm you know not capable of doing it, but uh it got done in a day and I <laughs> I'm really okay with that, you know. Um, yep. That's fine. They they did it much quicker and faster than I ever could. So while they were doing that, I was lugging boxes and putting stuff away and all of that. So it's been a long day and a lot of paint fumes in the house. So <laughs> you getting hunger for some foot long sandwiches again? <laughs> no, but I was thinking a snack would be good. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Now he's thinking about a snack. Yeah, have some coconut and fruit. You know, I'm about, oh, probably a little past halfway through that can, and I can start to taste the fruit. <laughs> Maybe it's all settled at the bottom. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I'm now starting to pick up a little bit more of the fruit taste. It doesn't make it any better. Almost through. But no, just been a long day, kidder. A lot of trying to get stuff done, put away. Mm -hmm. We're hoping to have all the boxes out of the garage by the end of the weekend. So awesome. Then you can park the vehicles in the garage. <laughs> that's the uh that's the goal. So trying. I'm I'm down to a few things, but like we got all the DVDs and such in. We got those sorted and organized. So hey, hey, look, get her up uh, right about there. Specific mm -hmm. rim. Sitting right there. You know, a, a certain, let's see, I can't remember what his position was when he worked with you, but a certain individual, yes, a certain center guide is very pissed at you. <laughs> and in fact, he's been complaining to me all week since he saw the episode. What? He hasn't seen that? How have you not seen that? 
He did what? He he had two copies. What? How? Why? You need to watch it. And I'm like, I I just laughed. I'm like, I I know. <laughs> it doesn't make it any better. I I know. I know. I I feel your pain. Welcome to my friendship with him forever. <laughs> but now you have it on display just taunting everyone. Yep, it's sitting up there. Found it as I was taking it out of the box. I'm like, oh, I'm putting that on the shelf tonight. <laughs> so the question is, if we have an earthquake and it falls down or something else happens and it falls down, then you're watching it? Uh, you know, right now it's it's a lovely set decorating piece, and uh, I'd have to find the time to take it upstairs and turn on the Xbox so that it could play it. You know, put it in, and God, I man, that just sounds like a lot of work, Gator. Just just a lot of work, you know. So so much work I, dragging I your dragging your feet up the steps. Why, hey, shuffle, 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 shuffle. I got a lot of steps in this house. It's, uh, yeah. You know, and then I have to sit and watch it, which means I got to wait for like Junior to either be asleep. Yeah, well, probably asleep or gone. He's not gone often. So then it's like starting at like nine o'clock at night, 9 30 at night. Have to keep the sound real quiet so I don't wake him. I mean, that's that's not a great movie watching experience. No, you need the the seven point one four K like what I have going on over here. You start rumbling dishes in the cabinets. You rumble the fascia in the house. Just you you get into the movie. Yeah, you know you you need that uh, that good sound. Not that I have a sound system like yours, but yeah, I mean. You need need to be able to hear the movie, so I, you know, I'm gonna have to wait until, you know, he's he's older, so, uh, you know, for for that particular center guide, you know, I sometime in the next five to ten years, I'll get to it. Sometime between okay. now and and then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe what we need to do is find some sponsors if you will, and purchase the old AMC Carmike 8 Theater. And just to test things out before it reopens, run it in the, the biggest theater. That sounds expensive. Maybe. But not if we get the right investors. Yeah, I'm not holding my breath right now on that. Oh. <laughs> well, if you feel that you're the right investor to help us open... Uh, hometown movie theater once again hit us up at beerbluesbs.com click on contact us you can at least just buy us a beer at least a better one than the hawaii five ale that howard's drinking and oh. it looks looks like he's gonna cry kidder i might have to buy you one of these so that you can uh, suffer with me yeah this is really good <laughs> <laughs> I do have to say, though, Kitter, that is my last experimental beer. So I'm going to have to make a beer run myself, uh, restock a little bit. I mean, I have some, but uh, there are things like the iHeart ND from Laughing Sun, which you've had on the show, like, 
half a dozen times. So like that doesn't even seem exciting anymore. So you can at least get one to drink. Well, I but I I haven't tried it yet, you know. Mm-hmm. But like you, you've had it several times. I I don't know. My selection of beverages is uh, a little bit more limited, uh, at least in the beer realm. I could go into the liquor realm. In fact, what is this episode? Uh, it's twenty nine. So this- next week we're we're on to number thirty. Thirty. So, so do I save the blackened whiskey for thirty? Or 50. Ooh, hmm. that, that's a tough call. Tough call. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, we might have to save it for 50 and then have the uh, gentlemen from the southern states join us again because I believe each of them have a bottle or should still have a bottle. And I could get you a little bit of a sample and then we could all. Have a little black end. I was going to say, I, I did uh, unpack my flask today, so I can bring that down the next time I'm down there. Sweet. I like it. Mm-hmm. Don't lose it. Don't Misplace lose it. it. You, didn't, you didn't lose it. Like your glasses. Yeah. Yeah. That was a... Uh, it's been a fun, fun, like, month without them. So glad to have them back. What else do we have on this thing? I'm glad that you can see and your eyes mm-hmm. are less strained because that's always good. Especially when you're working on like social media and editing and various things, right? Yeah, I, I, I see the transition you're going for here. Uh, I, I put in the run sheet for the audience there. I put in a note that says, Howard sucks at social media. <laughs> and uh come on now. no no here's the thing like i have not ever really been a big social media guy uh truthfully i have a facebook page because when facebook came out i was uh engaged to my now wife and uh she basically told me that uh i could either make myself a facebook page or she would make it herself because she wanted to be able to tag me and put, you know, that I was, uh, that we were engaged. So I kind of made a Facebook page under duress, basically. Um, and Kidder, you might remember this, but uh, I'm pretty sure there was a group of you that for the longest time had a running pool about what month of the year I would sign in and actually check stuff on Facebook. And I only know about the pool because I think I signed in once in like April and Dinosaur popped in and goes, oh my gosh, she's in. I win the pool. <laughs> <clears throat> Pretty much. Yep. Yeah. So needless to say, I, I'm not a big social media person. I, uh, In fact, here's a fun fact for you, Kidder. I have never posted an actual photo of myself on Facebook. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Every photo that exists of me on Facebook was posted by somebody else. And I think like 90% of them are from me. <laughs> uh, good chunk from you. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not 90. Lefties put up quite a few. 
but yeah, I've never posted a, a photo of myself on there. So, in fact, even now, my is just uh, an avatar of me. So, uh, but I, I bring all this up to say, Kidder, I, I've, I, for, for the audience, if you've been following our page, you may have noticed that we have been re-uploading uh, Kidder's logs to that. Uh, trying to put a few videos, you know, up on facebook we've been doing the sneak previews and uh i can't help but notice that it seems like every day after the video goes live because i have them scheduled pretty far out that uh i see a certain someone goes in and <laughs> feels the feels the need to <laughs> edit the post a little bit and uh had a bunch of hashtags and all of that. So uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, I think you do. Um, I, I know nothing. And uh, you know, so so Kidder, it's it's just more of this realization of like when it comes to this stuff. Uh, yeah, I I clearly do not have quite the the mindset for creating hashtags as you do it's not that you don't have the mindset just for the record it's just probably because i've spent a significant amount of time on the the different social platforms and not only the time i've wasted on these damn things but having to do this crap for work for 15 years <laughs> so it's it's like it's just one of the uh, natural uh, uh, obsession I, I don't know habits <laughs> I, I i just have to ask here is it at least one of those things of like when you see the post that pops up and you only see my two little hashtags on there is it a oh <laughs> is that is that how that goes is that the reaction is it is there some swearing involved in on that <laughs> I, I, just yes, son of a bitch pissed out there, son of a... no it it's like well i'll go to the last one and i'll copy this and then i'll go up to this and i'll just paste it and maybe we'll get a couple more people to stumble across this little shit show of a show <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm hoping. I'm pulling for both of us, man. Yeah. Anyway, I just I had to bring it up because it 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 has been kind of funny for me to watch. Is like <laughs> every single one you go in and like <laughs> also it's like a bunch of hashtags, and I'm just like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. I see that we have the hashtag for hashtag Mark Kidder. Also hashtag Mark Kidder. I mean, two hashtags. The marketer. Well, yes, you have the I... marketer and just marketer. There's two hashtags for yourself. Well, I don't want anybody to get confused because, you know, in the whole hashtagging searching thing, if I put the marketer, it might not show up if you search marketer. So then I got to put marketer in there too. So then maybe if there's somebody searching for like my radio stuff that uh, used to be somewhat popular. Then maybe it'll come up. 
but I hashtag you too, bro. So if somebody hashtags Howard Blues and searches for Howard Blues, they will find absolutely nothing. <laughs> that's not nice to call yourself nothing. You are something to me, okay? Hey, listen, I keep a very low profile on the uh, on the social media. In fact, I think probably there's more people who are surprised that I do a podcast that I keep <laughs> on social media. Uh, you, yes. If you look, if you look at my posts on social media, it's all the podcast stuff. It's like God, Howard doesn't post anything except about this podcast. <laughs> I mean, it kind of feels that way on my page as well, but. I know it's not. I, I post some weather stuff, you know, from KRD and Eyewitness Weather Now when it comes up, or perhaps some music stuff, Metallica stuff. I get tagged in some food pictures and whatnot from going out on the culinary adventures. Mm -hmm. Some location photos, like sharing some of the I'm photos you, you've uh, borrowed for uh, the show, that sort of thing. Yeah. I was going to say, Kidder, you know, I have been tempted on occasion to, uh, when you do, because you, you don't post food pictures all the time, but you do sometimes. I've kind of wanted to just collect, like, a bunch of just, like, because you always have the glamorous food, like, just some, like, real basic photos of, like, really basic food, and, like, every time you post a fancy one, respond with one of those, hmm. you know? Like when you be like, here, here's cooking with Kidder. Here's all of this, and just like post like a bowl of cereal. <laughs> Still better than Bobby Flay. <laughs> you know, just just to put little things in there. Just like every time you post something like like that, just like come up with them. But that sounded like a lot of work, and so I haven't done it. So that's why I'm mm. telling you now. It's because you're still unpacking some of this stuff. So once everything gets unpacked and put away. And the next time it happens, I know you'll be the first one to comment with one of those Howard's. Um, <clears throat> we'll have to come up with a name for it or something like that. I, I was going to say, I still won't have time. Even when I get done with the unpacking, you know, oh. I, let's see, I got to edit this show. I got to edit the Howard's hobbies. I. Uh... Got to do apparently a crappy job of making social media posts. I uh, <laughs> would like to eventually get to painting. You know, I, I yeah. then I got a toddler. Yeah, I uh, I don't have time to just troll you on Facebook. But that's also why you don't take lunch breaks breaks yourself. So yeah, <laughs> you got all that time on your hands now. Yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Gosh. <clears throat> well, in all seriousness, I think you're doing a wonderful job. I think on the next post, I need to put hashtag Kidder's going to edit this. I probably won't remember that. I have a feeling that this beer is going to erase some memories. Oh, man. Now I can't even taste the coconut. It's just fruit at this point. Are you, are you supposed to shake the thing a little bit before you open it? Like roll it? Something? You know, with all of the wording and such on here, you'd think they would have said that, but oh. mm. I'm suffering. Suffering. Let's talk about something good then for a bit. Yeah? 
Yeah. How good would you like it? Like really good or okay? Well, let's see. I've seen your bullet points on the next topic. So, um, <laughs> oh man, fine. We're going it. We're we're diving. Breaking news. <laughs> Why is it breaking news? Because the merch store is again bursting with selections to make you look even better. I, I mean, may, maybe you too, Howard. We're going to end up with a chicken in the, you know, there's a chicken little effect here. Chicken the whole, little. you know, the sky is falling. We're going to say breaking news again sometime. Oh. People are like, no, nah, all they're going to do is plug their merch. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, maybe, but probably not. I, I I needed to share these with you. How cool is this, huh? You got you got some of the Cave of Wonder. Yes, there is now a backpack, so you can put all of your wonders from the cave in there, going from cave to cave. How about that? And you put your beverage in your your glass there, or perhaps. Your favorite uh, pint-sized glass uh, right there. There's the, you know, the full print shirts. And then, of course, we have uh, the various Triple B merch. And the Kidder's Old Fashioned Recipe merch. And, and uh, you know, various shirts there. So you can uh, get that right there at BeerBluesBS.com. And just click on the merch button. In fact, watch this. I'm just going to do it live again. There we are. BeerBluesBS.com, the podcast. Just click on merch. There it is. It's that easy. I didn't spend that long on that. Is that better? Yeah. I had to show you the new merch. Well, I, I you know, listen, I was a little excited to see it. Uh, of course, it's because of my show, which... Yeah, I should probably edit an episode or two of those so we can get those out. <laughs> it's coming. Stay tuned. Yeah, there's... Uh, I, I will say uh, I have filmed quite a bit for it. Uh, so we'll have an episode with a uh, tour of the cave in its current state. Um, along with kind of some work down here in it. I did a couple of time lapses. So... That should be cool. Uh, have one, uh, a couple of unboxing videos that I have done because I've received some stuff, uh, including I have a actually I have a large box over here I need to unbox at some point, but uh, that takes some time to set up and such. And uh, I even did a tutorial ish on uh, how I make my uh, paint holders that I have up here above my desk. So all fun stuff. So, yeah. Looking forward to seeing those. Yeah, you know, I'm just waiting on the uh, graphics team for a, you know, like an intro video. But uh, I, I hear they're underpaid and overworked. I think mm. they're striking. Oh, here I was afraid you were about to tell me they had been drafted to Scotch Ska and Scuttlebutt. That is a possibility. Uh, I haven't heard from him lately, so maybe maybe it has happened. And I just didn't even know. 
They're like, yeah, we're getting the hell out of here while we still can. <laughs> Apparently, the joke's on them, though. I mean, if the show's already quit down, quit after eleven episodes, <laughs> shut yeah. down. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's okay. I, I have a feeling like with a name like that, they may have actually been competition for us. Mm, yeah, good thing that they're done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of competition, it's hockey season, baby! Woo! Excited for some NHL action and, of course, NCHC action. We're back in the saddle. Your Colorado Avalanche back on the ice. Are you excited? What's not me? Okay. Yeah. I, well, you know, I'm. I'm of course excited. I. Sorry, it's this beer. It's making me just kind of want to be a jerk, yeah. <laughs> sharing the misery with everybody. Mm. Ah. Must be that the coconut in there, even though you say that you're tasting just the the fruity notes right now. <clears throat> well, stop being fruity, damn it! Let's talk about hockey. A good topic. The preseason has begun. Uh, Tuesday, the twenty eighth, was the first game of the Avalanche season, and uh, Avalanche visited the Las Vegas Golden Showers. Uh, unfortunately. The Avs technically lost 4-2. However, they did a shootout anyway, and the Avs won the shootout. So the final score recorded in the record books is 4-3. Now, I happen to miss the last five minutes of the game, but came uh, back to the TV right as the shootout was starting, and I'm like, oh, sweet, it was tied. And then afterward... Oh, Vegas Golden Knights win four to three, and I'm like, that's not right. And then, uh, yeah, they just did the shootout anyway because you know, show off the shootout. <clears throat> so then uh, last night, September 30th, your Colorado Avalanche at home preseason action against the Minnesota Mild. Your Colorado Avalanche picking up the big W. Six to four against them there, wild. Very agitated, though, because the game not broadcast anywhere on television. It was on radio. And uh, Monday night, the fourth, Colorado, Minnesota once again, but again, the game not being televised on television. I know televised means it's broadcast on television, but for those, you know, maybe confused or not quite there, drinking or whatever, just wanted to mention that. It, it's on radio again. Yeah. For, oh, I, was gonna say, I was just going to say, listening to hockey on radio is never great. Um, yeah. I, and it is solely because to really get the most out of hockey on radio, you need to understand or know like all the players, you know, in order to, to do it, because otherwise, you know, that hockey is a fast moving sport, you know. So, you know, it, it, to listen to that commentary, Johnson passes up the boards to Smith, who passes it in, we're bound to so-and-so, who passes to so-and-so, and no, -so, and, oh, it loses it to so-and-so. 
Like you can off lose. the backboards, a collision over, and, and it bounces off the right side of the cage. Picked up by, you know, Johnson. It's like, well, wait, wait. You know, it's like, if you don't know which players and which team they're on, it's really easy to lose track of who's got the puck and, and all of that, at least on radio. I mean, it's, yeah, I've listened to a couple of, uh, you know, UND's games on radio. I've listened to Bobcat games on radio. Oh, which reminds me, Kitter, I listened to, they were interviewing the coach of the Bobcats here this week on radio. I was listening to it. Mm-hmm. That was painful to listen to. That was. Really? Yeah. It just, the questions being asked and and such it just was like oh you know so you're the coach of the bismarck bobcats yes <laughs> i mean it was things <laughs> like like hey you know is it uh is it great to play at home <laughs> no yeah yeah no, it's not hey yeah you haven't played a game on home ice for for a while are, are you guys glad to be back yeah, why wouldn't we be? You know, hey, you, you and the Minot Minotauros always seem to have physical games. You know, is uh, what what's the game like going to be on opening night? Is it you know? Well, it's going to be physical. I mean, it's just <laughs> that's that's what what you get when when people are in positions of interviewing others who do not know how to interview. And it's super agitating because you ask those leading questions when you think you're being informative and you think that you're an expert in asking these questions during an interview. No, you ask the question and shut the hell up. Let your guest answer. Some people aren't as good at answering questions or formulating a long drawn out discussion of an answer, but you can still ask a decent question and have your next question ready. Yeah. Well, and I, there's something about, you know, like the obvious question uh, to tie it in a little bit to, to wrestling uh, Paul Heyman's kind of interview shtick for a while now backstage is whenever the interviewer asks him a question, he always says, well, that was a stupid question. Here's what you should have asked. I do enjoy that, yes. And and a lot of times, you know, it's uh, it's clear that he actually has a pretty good sense of, like, well, why are you asking me this? Because I'm not going to say what you're wanting to say because it's a stupid question. And that's what this whole interview felt like. I actually had to change the station because it's like, oof, oof. It was it was bad. So just to just to bring sure. that up, but uh, yeah, hockey on radio. I, I'm not. I've tried. I don't enjoy it. I'd rather watch it. Right, and and I I will agree. I'd rather uh, watch the game. Uh, just you know, seeing the action, watching the plays develop versus just and now so and so and so and so gain steam up the left side and they're crossing the blue line and pass across to the center center to so and so off the so and so yeah <clears throat> um i do respect 
the good commentators being able to describe and paint that picture as best you can and and sharing the imaginative piece like absolute talent uh like the altitude radio network uh, mark mosier used to be on uh, as the the primary radio commentator and he he's so good at discussing and explaining things that uh, altitude moved him to altitude for the actual avalanche television broadcasts and uh, i can't remember the gentleman's name who now does the, uh, primarily does the radio commentary play by play but he is also really good and so altitude is doing a wonderful job at getting good people in that key position of you know whether it's television or radio but still describing what you're seeing whether you actually see it but not making the viewer or listener feel stupid yeah love it yeah i mean it and i'm not saying that that the people who, who do that aren't talented i mean there is a talent to knowing the players on both teams well enough that you're able to sit and make that call that quickly, you know, on there. I mean, I have spent a lot of time as an off ice official watching, you know, high school hockey and keeping track of everything and what, you know, is going on and all of that. I mean, that's tough. It's yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and and is the speed of it. I mean, I I know because I've I've done the announcing at the games, and so somebody scores, and I'm sitting there. Okay, what's the time? And then who who did the ref tell me? Okay, now I got to find their names on the on the sheet so I can announce them, and I got to do the little bit of math, and I kind of always have to write it out a bit so that I can like okay, the time clock. I mean, yeah, I'm a little late usually on the the call of the goal. You know, that's. Yeah. But that's just the nature of it. Well, and I I try to make sure that I'm getting it right. You know, is Mm -hmm. is kind of my big thing. I'd rather be a little late to announce it and have it right than to uh, have it wrong. So Mm -hmm. I'd have to then say correction on the last goal from such and such team. Yeah, yeah. It's that that's interesting. That's kind of my thing. But I was just going to say that. I agree with you that good commentators are, yeah. <laughs> Funny enough, uh, last week I was uh, searching through some paperwork to find something, and I found one of my cheat sheets from a couple of the games that I ended up announcing when we were doing uh, a lot of that with the North Dakota High School Hockey Association. Uh, with I, th- I think it might have been Bismarck Century for one of the games, and and. I can't remember the other team, but I had I had made the, the cheat sheet with the entire roster in uh, decent print, so, and then I could have space to mark how many goals they had at each night, and so then I could announce if they had a hat trick or something like the second goal of the night or whatever the case. But um, yeah, it was a good time back yeah. then. Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing. You know, I, speaking of commentary i know that you have some other hockey stuff but i i i'd be remiss because this is i don't know when we're going to talk commentators again but i gotta i gotta bring up 
a uh, particular UND commentator, the man with the beard, uh, good old Pat Sweeney, and his commentary. And I wish the audience could see Kidder's uh, bit of laughing at such a that because, yeah. Uh, Pat always was interesting to listen to. Uh, hey, you're coming out in the breakaway. Oh my God! Well, yeah. See, I mostly heard him on uh, not not necessarily hockey, but on the football games um, when I'd watch. In fact, I, I do remember. Um, gosh, it was two thousand four, I think. Yeah. Um, but there were two games that I remember, or at least two bits of commentary I remember from. One, like, we were winning, like, it was a blowout at, like, halftime. And so by, like, the end of the third quarter, he started, yeah, because it was at the beginning of the fourth quarter, end of the third quarter, beginning of the fourth quarter, like, we, it was, it was clear UND was going to win. Done deal. And Pat was giving constant updates about which players were standing next to the Gatorade container and were going to dump it on the coach at the end of the game. Like It was Dale Lennon at the time, too, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. I just remember it was things like, uh, Johnson is now standing by that Gatorade container. Looks like he's preparing to uh, soak the coach at the end of the game. Oh, what, you know, and like a play would happen. Uh, Johnson has moved away from the Gatorade container. Smith has taken his place, though. They are definitely getting... It's just like he continued that throughout the fourth quarter. Anytime anybody went near the damn Gatorade container, he had to report it. The uh, the other one was... Uh, it was... Oh, I'm trying to remember the exact phrasing on it, but it was about Dippin' Dots ice cream. Very delicious. Like, ice cream like, in the future. Like he had seen some kid in the stands and it was just like there's a little girl over there eating dipping dots you know it's it's only 50 degrees outside but you know in here where the action's hot ice cream does sound good and i'm just like <laughs> gonna use that for this show yeah. oh. <laughs> it uh it was something special to, to hear, but I just, I kind of always remember those two. The fact that he was commenting on kids eating Dippin' Dots and uh, who was standing next to the Gatorade. So I just, yeah, I had to share those since I came to mind. Yeah. The uh, sad thing with commentary on radio is uh, there have been times where I've had to listen to Avalanche games on uh, radio because I'm driving from place to place. And the altitude feed is not always available. Sometimes it's just the feed from wherever the Avalanche are playing, whichever team. And there are, man, there are some horrible, horrible commentators in radio. Horrible play-by-play. -play. I mean, I can't think of a specific example, but listening to these people made me wish that I would just turn it off and then find out the score later. Like, that's how bad it was. Like, just drive a nail through your temple. Just done. But that's also some of the TV people. Like, he's gotten better, but 
Anthony LaPanta. He's not he's not that bad, okay. But back in the days of Frank Muzako and Greg Woog, whenever the Sioux would play the Gophers in Minneapolis, and you got those two clowns on Fox Sports North. Hey, a fighting Sioux! There's a bunch of cheaters anyway! Like, excuse me. Calm down about the Minnesota Gophers, okay? You bunch of hosers. Just calm down. You're supposed to be a neutral broadcaster. That's the home of the Minnesota Gophers of Fox Sports North! Yeah, I'm good you assholes got bought out and you two clowns got fired so then they could at least have Anthony LaPanta come in and have some kind of normal broadcasting quality here as the North Dakota taking the ice. Mm. Mm. That's uh, my quick and dirty impression of Anthony LaPanta on Fox Sports North, which is now Bally Sports North. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Bally bought out a bunch of the regional televisions like that from Fox Sports. Yeah. Hey, you know, Gitter, uh, time for us recording this. You know what uh, happens tomorrow? It's the big UND-NDSU football game. Oh, yeah. You know, I'd say that I'm I'm really excited, but I don't know. I, I, I'm kind of torn because with how NDSU has been in their sweet spot of a division and UND being so close geographically to NDSU and people like, well, if you're going there, I might as well go to the higher school with more money and et cetera, et cetera. And so NDSU's had by default a little bit better recruiting and roster to begin with. So what I would like to see, and we'll, we'll obviously see how the game goes tomorrow, but uh, quick side note, last time the Sioux played the Bison for the Nickel Trophy in 2003, I was uh, one of the people holding it before the game, hoisting it above uh, our heads and stuff, having some fun on the sidelines. And we're like, hey, we should probably put this down just to, you know, don't want to jinx the game. The Sioux won that game, FYI. But um, what I would like to see is NDSU, kind of like hockey. Okay, you're not the Midwest sub-region division one alpha team section three and that's the championship <clears throat> no everybody keeps going up and up and up and then there is a division one ncaa tournament for the champion of ncaa division one football works for hockey Everybody starts playing, and then if you get so many points, you go to the regional, you get the points, you win, you go to the, the Frozen Four, and then, you know what, any team, any of the four teams could be from any of the schools in the country, as long as you're part of the NCAA Division I men's ice hockey. That team is the champion. This crap about NDSU winning eight in a row or whatever, yeah, you won eight in a row, 
for as high as you could go. Now go play Clemson or Alabama or Ohio. I, I don't know. I don't know college football. So what? whatever big teams that are the powerhouses, go play them and then see how you do. Are you yeah. actually the champion? Well, except those are a higher division yet. That's what I'm saying. They're division one. Let's go. You got the 16 seed against the one seed. Bam. Oh, man, that's a huge upset. It's like March Madness all over again. Yeah, I it, it doesn't quite work that way in football. So, But it should because then you know what happens? The Bison are the true form that they are, a bunch of losers. I say, here's the thing, Kidder. You're <laughs> more worked up about this rivalry than I am. I could care less, truthfully. <laughs> The, they, I more the, I more so like to just agitate and and get it I, going. I, I, I don't I, really care either. <laughs> well, I know, but I'm like, yeah, I, I'm just, like it's one of those things. We're gonna lose tomorrow. I don't care. I because yeah. that to me isn't the rivalry. The rivalry is Sue Gophers. The yep. Bison Sue. Yeah, I was there that year. You know, they won it, and that was it. That was the end of the rivalry. We didn't have mm -hmm. the rest of the time I was at college. Yep. Mm, or know. or the entire time we were in Grand Forks. <laughs> or the almost equivalent time that we were in Grand Forks after we left. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, so it, it's just not a rivalry to me. And, you know, I listen, I, I think it's great that the Bison have won that many championships. Because it's something that, you know, we can say, hey, you wouldn't expect that North Dakota produced – you know, uh, or has a school with that many wins in such a short time. I mean, that's a that's an amazing thing. That's an amazing stat. Even if we are not in the same league as Clemson or Alabama or all any of those, so mm -hmm. I, I'm okay with the Bison doing that. That's that's fine. That's great. I don't care. I I more care about hockey. So right. I I know. And we're very similar there. Hockey all yeah. the way. But my I know my brother-in-law is going to the game tomorrow so i'm sure he'll be texting in on the updates and get some updates yeah be upset about well he won't text me he'll text my father-in-law but ah. uh, yeah it, i'm sure you know he'll be upset about oh ndsu did it i'm just like they've won how many championships you're really expecting that like we moved up to division one in football not that long ago it's gonna take us a while so, but how do you feel about, uh, or do you have a feeling on Carson Wentz? You know, he was the quarterback for, I think three championships or four. I, I don't remember, not that familiar with him, but then obviously he goes pro with the Eagles and, uh, has kind of, a well, for lack of a better term, very crappy time with the Eagles and then they get rid of him and now he's with the Colts and uh, his first game sprains both ankles. Yeah, he's kind of had a bad run of luck with injuries and such. Um, you know, it's one of those things. Again, not that I, I, I wish to not be supportive of the North Dakota guy, but hometown guy. Because he's yeah. 
he, yeah. he, he a Bismarck century graduate such as ourselves. And, yeah. And that's I, where it's like, okay, you got all this, but uh, like I don't, I don't want to call him overrated. I know a lot of people have called him overrated, but like I truly don't know him. I, I don't know his history of what he did at NDSU or at uh, Philadelphia or even at the Colts so far in Indianapolis so far. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that he's a bad player, and I, I don't think that he's a bad guy. Um, I think he's done a lot of work locally, actually, with a lot of that. I think he's just had, a, as I said, a bad run of luck in, you know, it's one of those things. Um, I once talked to a, a teacher um, who was bringing a field trip in, and she was, she was telling me, she was complaining about how the fact that all of her uh, – all of her boy students when asked like, what do you want to be when you grow up? They were all like, well, professional athlete, you know? And she was complaining about that. And it's like, you know, everybody, I think there's a lot of kids who have that aspiration and it's a matter of if you go out and I mean, you have to work hard to get there. There's no easy way to that professional level. There's no, you know, <laughs> there, there's no Magic easy way. ticket right you know it takes work um i've listened to um another podcast from freakonomics if you've ever i know you're not much of a podcast listener kidder but uh it's the one that i highly recommend to a lot of people it's this they take in the it's two economics um experts and they kind of take and look at uh different cultural things through the lens of kind of economic economic thought and theory um like they they did some wonderful work on uh cheating in sumo wrestling based off of economics um and such anyway i, I bring it up to to kind of say that they did a whole episode on success and what it takes to be successful as an athlete and they talked to some of these guys you know and some of them were like you know at 10 years old i decided I want to be a professional football player. So I started doing push-ups every night, you know, like they, there are people who they seriously work and train and do that. So if you want to be a professional athlete, you got to work your ass off to do it. You know, it's, it's not easy. So kudos to him to making it to that level. I think that's, you know, awesome. The fact that he's North Dakota kid. Great. I just think he's had a bad run of luck. Uh, which is very possible. I, there are people who get to the, um, who get to those levels and have just incredibly terrible luck. I think there was a football player who he's won like several Super Bowls and never actually played. Hmm. I'll have to, I'll, I'll, future Howard, you can figure it out. Um, <laughs> Do some research, man. Yeah, uh, I, I was, I'm trying to think of his name, but yeah, there was a, I believe, a professional football player, and he just, yeah, like he was on the teams, but like he never actually got to play in the Super Bowl. I think he was injured like every single time by the time they got to the Super Bowl, so he was on the sidelines like every single time, you know. But he has like three or four Super Bowl rings. I, I, <laughs> you know it there 
it's amazing kind of the luck that goes into some of that stuff and it's it's crazy so that would be my take on Carson Wentz I you know shame about his ankles um that just sounds painful I think he sprained him on the same play if I'm not mistaken I I think so I didn't look into it I mean that's about the extent of my football knowledge is uh, seeing a couple headlines here and there and that's it (laughs) so either way that's uh that's football talk on triple b one of the only times that you'll ever see that so we'll uh, just discuss real quickly unless you come up with uh, some information there tuesday october 5th avalanche and golden showers return to television on altitude and then next thursday Avalanche are in Dallas. That one is a radio game, just like the following game where Dallas visits Colorado. That's a radio game as well. And then Wednesday the 13th, this game is on TNT. The Blackhawks visit the Avalanche. There we go. And then uh, another game, Altitude, Saturday the 16th. The 19th, ESPN Plus, Avs visit the Capitals. Thursday the 21st, Avs are visiting the uh, Panthers, that is. That game's on Altitude. Saturday the 23rd, Avs in Tampa Bay visiting the Lightning. That's on Altitude. And uh, the Golden Knights visit the Avs. On Tuesday the 26th, that game on ESPN. Rounding out the month, 28th, Avs are visiting the Blues. That game's on Altitude. Saturday the 30th, the Minnesota Mild visit the Avs. That game is on Altitude to wrap up the month of Febtoba. So there's that. That's your quick hockey update for the Avs. So yeah, they, you know, had a loss, then a win. It's preseason, so there's a bunch of uh, new faces out on the ice. Speaking of preseason, wins, losses, and fighting Sue, like we've been talking. Dave Haxtell, first coach of the Seattle Kraken, out there doing what he can, and uh, well, Kraken won their first game, so give it to them, winning their first game in the preseason second game not so good they got blanked six nothing and uh then they they picked up uh, another win in their third game last piece on hockey for tonight is hockey is back on espn i know you heard me just mention a couple of games on espn or espn plus uh, for avalanche hockey but this year Contract updated ESPN, now able to broadcast NHL games once again. And if I remember correctly, they stole the broadcast from NBC Sports. So now we can have, hopefully, some quality broadcasting and have some good times, good moments on ESPN. And I hope they actually make room for hockey. I'm still under the opinion 
that versus was the best hockey presentation in the past 15 years. What do you say? Sorry, I was trying to find the name of this uh, football player. <laughs> well, you remember versus. It was like the first high-definition home of hockey. They had every hockey game pretty much. I mean, they can only really air one game at a time, but they had hockey on every night. There was a hockey game, and then that uh, versus was either owned by or got purchased by NBC Universal, and then they rebranded it into NBC Sports and uh, threw a bunch of other stuff on there and sometimes hockey didn't take the priority that they had when it was versus plus the graphics on versus were a lot cooler so i miss miss the old versus network but here we are 2021 hockey's back on espn on a regular basis and hopefully it makes it into the sports center top five or ten or whatever they do on sports center these days and it uh, looks good. Hopefully, we'll let you know. Hopefully, next on the next paper or next pay per view. Jeez, I'm getting into the WWE mentality. No, you don't even have to pay for this. <clears throat> on the next Triple B. You know, Kinner, do you remember a couple years ago uh, when Sharknado came out? Um, ESPN actually tweeted at the San Jose Sharks asking them when they were going to change their name uh, from the Sharks to the Sharknado. And uh, I believe the Sharks' response back was, whenever you start to actually cover hockey seriously, uh, was yes. the response back. And I forget which team then jumped in and were like, ooh, burn. <laughs> but there was like another NHL team. I think it was the that. Dallas Stars. <laughs> Sounds think... about right. I'll, uh, it was good. I, I remember sharing that on, on my page because it was true because ESPN got uh, quite far from hockey or talking about hockey. So it was, it was nice to have them called out. Well, Kidder, uh, we've been talking for quite a while. You're starting to yawn during the show. Um, <laughs> yeah. Must be time for us to wrap it up with some cheap plugs. <clears throat> okay. Start it up. Here we go. Cheap plug time. BeerBluesBS.com. Baby, that's your home for the triple B. Beer, Blues, and BS. BeerBluesBS.com. Our homepage in cyberspace. You can also join us on our uh, podcast home on Podbean. Just uh, go to podbean.com and search Beer Blues BS. Or while you're doing some searching, if you really want to search, we have all the links on our website, beerbluesbs.com, to all of our podcast locations, uh, including the video version on YouTube. So if you're watching this, thank you, and you're seeing the addresses right here on the screen in front of you for uh, places such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora. We're also on Stitcher FM, Amazon Music. How about TuneIn, IMDb, Player FM, 
And you never know where else we might end up popping up in the auditory listening services. So just search on your favorite service, Beer Blues BS or Beer Blues and BS. You might find us either way. While you're at it, we're also on Facebook. Join us there. On the Facebook, give us a thumbs up if you would. You could comment on the shows and join the show because as much as we love doing this show, the whole reason why we started the show is for us to get together and BS a little bit and talk about some things. We'd love for you to join in on the show too. So you can comment and drop us a line there on the Facebook page or on our website. Just go to Facebook and search Beer Blues BS. That link is also available on our website, beerbluesbs.com. How about a couple other quick things? Well, the KRDN Eyewitness News 8 Weather Now stream available for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week right there. Twitch.tv slash KRDN Eyewitness Weather Now, your home for North Dakota weather. So uh, check that out, enjoy, and whatever them their storms come on rolling through, you can guarantee, guarantee that uh, the stream is showing exactly what's happening. <sighs> Last but not least, well, Spotify is home to the Killer Kidder Show playlist, so you can join in and see and listen to all kinds of wonderful rock music and a few other select choices on Spotify. All those links on our Facebook page and at BeerBluesBS.com. And while you're at BeerBluesBS.com, have I said BeerBluesBS.com enough? Probably not. Maybe another time because it takes an average of six times for anybody to get an impression on it. So BeerBluesBS.com. Join us right there on our website. You can buy us a beer or sponsor the show if you'd like. Just Send us an email. Drop us a line. We'd love for you to be part of this show. You even get mentions right here on the uh, air, as it were, and maybe even on the screen. We have the technology. It can be done. So if you would, join us on the show, BeerBluesBS.com, for everything with beer, blues, and BS. The triple B with a couple of good brothers and the merch store. That's there, too. We showed you that earlier. With all of that, all I want to say, thanks for joining us. Hope you have a wonderful day, night, week, whatever it might be. Uh-oh. Uh, Uh-oh. This just in. Breaking uh, news. Yeah. Uh, Mark Kidder and Howard Blues have been drafted to Rum Rock and Rumors. So, uh, sounds sketchy as hell. So, uh, do we have to go now? I, I, I think we're, I think we were supposed to. We're, we're like done now. I, apparently, we've been, we've been drafted to another show. Oh, crap. Who's going to turn off the recording? Um, that's a future hmm. Howard problem. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, uh, I'd say join us again next time on Beer Blues and BS, but apparently we've been drafted. So for this episode, I'm the man, the myth, the legend, the Mark Kidder. He's Howard Blues. Thanks for joining us for this show. We'll see if we're back next week for this show or if it's that other show, Rum, Rumplement and, and something. 
Recycling? Rum, rock, and rumors. Rum, rock, and rumors. Okay. I'm, I mean, we got drafted. Yeah. This, is, this is just as bad as splitting up Jerry the King Lawler and Jim Ross, putting them on separate shows. This is just as bad. Yeah. But I guess we're going together. So we're sharing in the misery together, damn it. Uh, so uh, we'll see you over on Rum Rock and Rumors in the next episode. <clears throat> uh, you already know who we are, so keep your glass at least half full so that way it's never empty. And we'll catch you on down that old dusty Tuscan Highway. Free beer tomorrow. Catch you on the next episode of Rum, Rock, and Rumors. God, I hate rum. Freaking stupid. God dang. Well, we'll catch you later. You have been listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and BS. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. for the hardest rockin' podcast in the world. That's right, this is a flocking show. So grab your beverage, pull up a comfy seat, because we're about to rock your socks off. This is Run, Rock, and Rumors. And here are your hosts, Howard Rock and Duh, Mark Gibbon. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Rum Rock Rumors. Here we are, Rum Rock and Rumors. What the hell is this anyway? Uh, it's the podcast that is clearly a blatant ripoff of a much better Beer Blues and BS. I seem to remember that show. Were we? We were on that, right? Like just now? Just a few minutes ago. No, a few minutes ago. Man, that rum really does something to me. He, he don't ever give me rum. Why are we on this show? Because uh, we were drafted, so we might as well get right into the topic, Skitter. Uh, let's find out what's on the top shelf. Uh, well, it looks like on on your top shelf you have a, a ship, and uh, I I believe that's the movie Pacific Rim. Uh, I think I see something Doctor Who and a couple board games. Well, I did, you know, Kidder, we're talking about top shelf of liquor. I have a lovely uh, key lime rum here that I will be consuming. A key lime rum. Actually, actually the tequila dragon has it. I'll, I'll have to get up and get it from him. But uh, <laughs> the, the tequila dragon? Yes, I have a tequila dragon. So why is there tequila on a rum show? Uh, well, it's not. It's just that rum dragon sounds stupid, so it's a tequila dragon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, there's no rum for me because I hate rum, and I hate that I'm on this show. <sighs> so I figure if I, if I share my disdain for rum and 
rum rock and rumors maybe i'll get drafted back to a decent show there's always hoping kidder always open there certainly <laughs> is so i guess the kraken rum it is <laughs> i don't have any here it's at a store near you probably maybe or in seattle that's apparently where the kraken are that's the last time i heard of the kraken in seattle wow <laughs> so on my top shelf i have a batleth over here a fighting sioux logo actually i have two batleth because one's a letter opener and one can mess you up and then there's a mechleth right about here which is the handheld knife and what else do i have over there deep space nine baseball a deep space nine beer bottle from one of the conventions a zen tree because damn it i'm really gonna need it for this show <laughs> and some fighting sioux apparel so that's top shelf baby fighting sioux all the way well how are we gonna end it <laughs> that's like a cliffhanger what happened to the rum what happened to the rock i don't know the rock says the rock says the Rock says, this show's over. Get the <laughs> hell out of here. Actually, I think The Rock would probably say something like, you know, get off crack. Lay that smack it down. 